0: Welcome to Ponder Park, the podcast on personal development, tools, tips, and things that actually work. I'm the host, Brian Irwin, and I hope you find something life-changing in every episode. But enough about me. Let's begin. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about finding your place of solitude. So first, what is that? What does that even mean? What is a place of solitude? place of solitude is a place that you go to be alone with your thoughts to relax. And it could be, you know, it doesn't have to be uh sitting on a chair. It could be exercising. That's a way of relaxing. Uh it's typically isolated. There's not a lot of people. You're kind of free to either talk out loud or think out loud. Uh it could be an empty room or like a library, depending on what kind of personality you are. For me, the best place that I find is in nature. Either, you know, a local park, and I don't mean some city park where there's no trees. I'm referring to, like, completely wooded, secluded, rural, (laughs) Uh, way out in the country, no people around for miles. You can't hear anything but, let's say, the wildlife, the birds. You might see wild deer. You might see squirrels and rabbits and who knows what else. So, for me, this is my place of solitude. And anywhere I live, I can always find something like that. Uh, Currently, though, I live in a place called Lubbock, Texas. And it's kind of flat like the moon. If I were to go out of town and way out to the country, there's nothing out there. It's pretty flat. That, for me, would be my place of solitude. It isn't going to be in the city around people and distractions and things. I like nature where there's nothing man-made visible for my eyes to be distracted by. Uh, There's something in nature that is just rejuvenating and calming and therapeutic. I guess that's a word. Uh, So that's what a place of solitude is. So what is it what's important about it? If you don't have something like this, you are placing yourself in a situation where you don't really have a time where you can or a place that you can go to time and place that you can go to and just unwind and reflect and think. I know some people they their place of solitude is on a mountain bike just out driving you know every personality is different and that's why this is kind of focused on your finding your place of solitude so the importance of it is you miss out on all the benefits by not having it uh, you also miss out on having sh- like kind of a structure to your life where you know it depends on your schedule right work-wise uh, but incorporating that some people who go to the gym they go three days a week that structure allows them to work on a segment of their life and And by working on that segment of the life, it actually spills over into the other things, the other areas. When you implement a discipline any size, it starts to spread to other areas of your life. The more discipline, the more spread. Uh, And what does that even mean? Like, (laughs) uh, For example, let's say you started to make your bed. Um, Just as a habit, every morning you get up, you make your bed. You set up for the night when you come back a made bed. And I don't, I don't know about you, my maid bag, when I come back, is cool inside. I get in there, it's like, wow, oh, this is cool. This is comfortable. Psychologically, it's like a, a switch. I know most people, they set up their rooms, and maybe they're not aware of it subconsciously what's happening, but they let's say they make their living room the place where they work and the place where they eat and then the place where they you know they entertain people. So there's all these purposes for this space. So subconsciously, they're kind of... Uh, stressing their mind in a way. I don't know if there's science to back this up. This is something I've just observed in my own life. However, if you have a space that you go to reflect and plan and think and kind of take a look at your life, you're creating a discipline. You're implementing a space. And that just that structure alone will spill into other areas. Just the way you think about things will be clearer and cleaner. Additional benefits to it are it builds mental strength your life starts to reflect and match your goals and dreams. It improves concentration and memory. You learn more about yourself. It gives you an opportunity to plan your life. I know I've mentioned goals and dreams. By having a place of solitude, your life, the one you envision in your mind, slowly becomes the reality you've been hoping for. By implementing this idea, this one singular concept of having a place of solitude, Followed up by actually going there, you gain all the benefits of this. You miss out on the benefits of these. Sure, you can plan your life, and sure, you can be creative in other ways, and uh, sure, there are other ways to build mental toughness. Like the benefits from this, right? It's easy to do, it's also easy not to do. The benefits from this, you can get in other places. However, this is one thing, it does cost time. Depending where you go, you know, it might cost some money to get there. Maybe not. Maybe you walk there. Maybe you ride a bike there. Maybe riding the bike is your place of solitude, in which case you go anywhere you want. Maybe you put in some headphones. I personally never do that because the music won't really get me to focus on the things that I'm wanting. It's more of a distraction. It's good for exercising. However, not good for trying to use it for the purpose that I use it for, which is productivity and creativity, planning. Uh, If I have something going on in my life that is... Maybe stressful or i want to make a big decision this is a perfect place to go to think about that to reflect on that to look at it and allow yourself the space and time i know that i was at this one park in arizona and i lived there and there was three different paths they had many more but there were three that i would use and one was an hour long the other one was two and the other one was three well it was also you know that's how long it took to walk them but one was three miles, one was five miles, and one was eight miles. So I hadn't really intended to do it, but by going there and just, I'm going to take an hour, I'm going to take two hours, I fell in love with and became addicted to wanting to go there. When I first moved there, I would go every single day, and I was pushing myself. I felt like I have to do this. I, I can't get enough of this. This is so unusual. The It's like getting a jolt of, not electricity, but of like being rejuvenated, right, exhilaration uh, and a calming and a a relaxation that just, for me, I haven't found places like that too often. So I would go every day. And in going every day, there's a risk where it becomes too much again. I'm kind of sharing some of my story in this, and, and it's gotten away from really the benefits. The benefits are many. I've listed a few of them here. So where does that leave us? So how do we find one? How do we find a place of solitude for our own that fits our personality, that also fits our lifestyle? And everybody's got a different lifestyle. Everybody has a different personality. Either fit into three camps. One, you already have one, and this podcast is just talking about something you already know. (laughs) Or two, you have a couple ideas, but you haven't landed on anything yet. Or three, you don't know at all. Like you just don't know where to even find one. So let's address that, not knowing where to find one. What I would first do is, you know, go to Google and see if there are any parks in your area. Additionally, you can look for bookstores, libraries. Uh, I say libraries because, you know, generally they're quiet there. Bookstores are quiet too, but you do have the occasional person who's going around shopping, making noise. It also removes the aspect. If you need to think out loud and you want to move around a lot, You could do this. Now, I know that there used to be this thing called a mall, a local mall. Big old empty space, lots of buildings with stores in them. And nowadays, those things are shutting down. People don't really go to malls anymore. You know, going to a local lake is a great place. They have walking trails typically around them. Um, If you live near the ocean, you can go to the beach and just walk for miles. You know, time yourself walking out. You know, it'll take that long to get back. Suppose this brings up an interesting kind of two-directional Approach. You could pick a place that is just simply quiet, or you could pick a place where it is solitude, you know, kind of um, in nature, private, there's really nobody around, you can be yourself, and talk as loud as you want, make noise, whatever. So we have these two directions. We'll call them A and B. B is the in nature, and A is the place you can go that's typically public, right? Like a library or a bookstore or, you know, some museum, right? Might be. Um, A plaza, just a bunch of stores. Might be a little town where you just walk around and snoop. Right. So it's probably the intention that's gonna dictate which choice you were to pick, but they're available. And they don't cost anything. It doesn't you know, you don't pay money to go to a park necessarily and just walk around. You don't have to pay money to walk around your local community block, right? Like these are things that are just always available twenty four hours a day. They're there, they don't cost anything except the time to go. And that brings up an interesting question. People have a lot of busy lives, and they wonder, well, how do I fit that into my life? I suppose there's lots of ways you could do it. The simple answer is if it's important to you, you will fit it in. You're giving yourself tremendous benefits. It's like discipline. You don't have to discipline yourself. But if you do, you become better. Your life becomes better, more rich, more full. There's more substance, more juice to it. This brings up what I would call a hybrid idea. Creating a place of solitude, it's a hybrid because it's not fully like the ideal version of it. <clears throat> it's kind of half of that. It is normally when you have work that you have to do, you don't really have a way out of that, and mentally... It's not very challenging. You can kind of think about other things while you're doing it. You know, Maybe you're preparing a meal, and you've prepared this meal like 200 times, so you you don't have to really be so fixated on getting all the steps exactly right. So in that example, and maybe this preparing a meal takes 5 or 10 minutes, you decide to think about something else. That's how this podcast actually came about. It was from a hybrid place of solitude. I, I have a few of these that I use. If I'm riding in the car somewhere, driving somewhere, I will play either a podcast or an ebook or just simply think about other things that I want to do now most people do this automatically but I think by adding this concept of a hybrid version versus a solitude like a you know a pure version hybrid and pure um, you start to notice the spaces more when they're available you start to see them in different ideas for example at my one job when I take a break I get 15 minutes and and I found that this happened one day, I was really tired, and I just didn't get enough sleep the night before. And so I bought a bottle of like Dasani water or Evian or something, I don't know. And it was ice cold. And I went to take my break, and I was drinking the water, and I had all this energy right after drinking this ice water. And I thought, well, no, that's, that's interesting, that's remarkable. I wouldn't have thought that a simple bottle of water would have given me that big focus of energy. <clears throat> so then I decided well I'm going to do this every day then. I you know I have essentially 3 breaks. There's a first break, a lunch break and then a last break. And so I bring with me to work ice cold water. Well they have a refrigerator, I put it in there, cools it down. And on my breaks they become this little mental hybrid place of solitude. I'm sitting there drinking this water, thinking about it, but also thinking about other things that I wanted to accomplish during the day, not work-related. I kind of shut that stuff off, and I just go into peace mode. The ice-cold water, I think, creates this remarkable switch. This reminds me of a book called The Power of Habit. It's by a guy named Charles, I think it's Dwig, it's D-U-H-I-G-G. That's his last name. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Anyways... It talks about a cue, a routine, and a reward. Those are the three main ideas. In it. It's a big, a decent-sized book, maybe two, 300 pages. It's not too large. You could probably finish it in a week. The concepts that I got out of that, my takeaway from it, was cue, routine, reward. It was just very simple ideas. So let's reflect on the bottle of ice-cold water is the cue. The routine is sitting there, not thinking about work, and drinking it. And the reward, I believe, it comes in the opportunity I give myself to plan out and work out the things that I've decided for the day during these micro breaks, this little hybrid place of solitude. And I know that in the regular work day when I'm not on a break, I look for those moments when I can just mentally kind of shut down and just focus on the things that I want to work on. I try to never come to work unless I have a list of goals, a list of things that I can do during these micro-solitude moments. I find that my days are extremely productive when I do this. Also, I don't mind the work that I'm doing. It's pretty boring mentally. It's just not enjoyable. And that's how this podcast came about. I had been wanting to create a podcast for a number of months, maybe even years, and it just seemed like it was never happening. I want to do it, and I think, well, what am I going to talk about? And in the process of one of these hybrid moments during work I was pondering the idea of lifestyle design and I think this is important and not specifically just that idea of lifestyle design we'll get into this in another podcast but I was sitting there and I was just wanting that one idea I wanted to think through that idea for the day uh, whenever I had downtime mentally and during my little breaks and I think it was two hours into my shift And I would just repeat the phrase, okay, lifestyle design, and then started going through the thoughts of like, well, what would that look like? And for me, what kind of income source would I have? And what would be the ideal thing? And one of those was, I enjoy speaking and talking, and I like great ideas, things you can actually use, things that work. And this was just kind of like, wait a minute, yeah, Here I am looking at lifestyle design, and one of those components would be to have a podcast, something that I could have as a way that, uh, you know, I start pouring energy into this thing little by little by little, creating some episodes, and then, you know, in time, eventually, uh, it turns into something. And you're now here listening to it as a result of something that I was thinking about during one of those little hybrid moments of solitude. Initially, I didn't think about this as my first episode, but it is a really good starting place. It's a great... Springboard into the rest of the content that we'll be covering. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions or comments, you can find us on Twitter at PonderPark or our website at ponderpark.com. Until next time, take it one ponderance at a time.